You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Allstate, two-year starter, and rush in for the Big Red, and NFL vet. He's Dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's Blackshirt, Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, Blackshirt Hour continues. It's Hale Varsity Radio live, Rosie's downtown, 10th and P, some Monday night football going on and plenty of big 10 thoughts today we welcome in co-host of big red wrap-up it's jay moore black shirt husker nfl or at jay moore 44 jay bird um lamps broken do you have a plastic brick you throw at the tv did junior learn some more new words i mean talk to me here how did saturday afternoon afternoon go at the moore household yeah well i i attended the first half with junior um, had some had some great tickets, so we took up that offer. And then, obviously, with a six-year-old, I guess almost seven-year-old, their attention span only goes for so long. And even when the the football hasn't been that great, he was he was ready to uh, get out of there. So we went and found uh, found mom and watched the game um, at a family tailgate, and kind of that's where we watched the second half. And obviously, things did not go away. Very a lot of frustration, a lot of uh, head scratching. Um, a lot of the same stuff that we've seen from this offense through 10 games now. They just turn the ball over. Uh, extremely careless with the football, uh, sloppy, and just had their opportunities. And they've taken advantage of those opportunities. You want to say opportunistic. Uh, but they definitely were not opportunistic on Saturday against Maryland. Well, Jay, you could say that the little guy was impatient, doesn't have a long enough attention span for football. Or you could say he was raised right and has no patience for sloppy football, and he needed to get out of there. It's, it's, it's yeah, one that's, of two ways. That's, that's fair. That's that's a very uh, fair assumption. I definitely don't have patience for it. My patience is uh, running out uh, with with the offense. I understand the situation that they're dealing with. Listen, the, the, the deck is not full. I understand that. Um, which, with that being said, it just it makes you wonder why they try to do certain things offensively when you can't do it. So... You know, I, I think I like the – I understand what they're trying to do. I, I really do. I, I, I know they want to implement it in a certain way, and they want to be multiple. And uh, yeah, I, don't want to say, I don't know if you want to say complex or uh, they want to be too simple. But at this point, when you, when you know you're dealing with, um, you know, injuries and young players and – just the situational football, I think kind of simplifying it sometimes is the best way to go about it. But I, again, I'm, I, I know I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to make those decisions. And uh, that's the reason I'm sitting behind a desk and not on the sidelines. So uh, again, uh, I had plenty of chances to, to take control of that game. And uh, you just, you just kind of go back to some old habits or not old habits, just habits, what they are. You turn the football over. And I guess if you want to see a glass half, 
you had five turnovers. You're minus three, and you still had a chance to win that football game, which is, is still kind of crazy to talk about. But it's there's only two more games left, boys, and we know we know where they got that magic number is to get to. And uh, confidence is is becoming, uh, you know, smaller and smaller. I think through a lot of the fan base and, and myself included that see if they can find one more win, you know, the rest of the season. Jay Moore, big red wrap up at Jay Moore 44 is where you follow him on Twitter, Nebraska, Maryland Huskers walked off 13 to 10. It didn't have to be that way. When you take care of the football, you had the run game going downhill with Emmett Johnson and even Chuba came in uh, three carries, 33 yards, when he did drop back on third and six, hit Lloyd for a big-time gain, great-looking throw. And let's focus in on, on the red zone because there's – and we're, we're a part of this party boat with the armchair quarterbacking and second-guessing where – and you can speak to it, and I'm going to ask you about this. Mentality-wise, you're a defense, and you've seen this movie before. You saw it at Minnesota where there's another turnover – Two turnovers in that fourth quarter. You pass forward now to game 10. And what's is there a difference or should there be a difference with a defensive mindset going out there trying to stop Maryland as they have the ball from the 19 tied versus you're going out there as a defense with a, with a three-point lead at worst? Yeah. No, I mean, essentially you're – the defensive mindset, it's tied versus – uh, you got the you got a lead is it's, it just depends on obviously the time frame of the game but you know if you can get a stop and get the ball back in your in your hands your offense you can get you know have a chance to win this game but if you have obviously a situation where you're going into with the defense and you have a lead it's like man we just get one stop and this thing's over and you've done it all year if you're talking about Nebraska's defense they have they've gotten stops they've been put in the worst positions week in and week out and they've come up on top they have performed. So you'd think you'd, you'd, you'd want to kind of lean on that a little bit and know that they've done it before, and they've done it in this game, holding teams to – holding the, the Maryland a field goal after a turnover. Um, but, yeah, it's just it, – I mean, you just got to go and execute. And you're, the, from the defensive, you know, play caller from the D.C., not much changes. You, maybe you maybe – you, uh, you dial up a few more pressures with with the lead. Maybe you don't. Maybe you sit back, and it just it all just kind of depends. But you know, I, I, you would think you would just try to give your defense the best chance at winning, right? And um, to to win it. And the the call they made, they made, and it wasn't executed right. And you know, the the first play call of the of the red zone series, I don't know what they were trying to do there. I don't know why you try to. Again, this is from my this is from my viewpoint. Is your you get you brought your third string quarterback in inside his own what ten yard line and you got it down there. I mean, you stole a possession there, right? It's that's not supposed to happen. You brought your third string quarterback who hasn't played at all, and you got down there. You stole something. So maybe you, you try to be efficient with your first with your first play call and it didn't work. Wrong page. Okay, so be it. You run it. Okay, don't get what you need. You know, you try to throw it. But just to me, it's, there comes a point where you had your success. You 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 messed up kind of on your first play call. It's like, okay, I see what's coming. Momentum's kind of stopped. 
give me three points. I, I understand that they're you're thinking if that you know the if the ball was to Coleman or was it supposed to be to Kemp? It sounds like it was supposed to be to Kemp. You know, you're playing for the incomplete, but your guys have thrown four picks already today. Uh, I know maybe maybe you need to learn your lesson. Maybe you need to uh, you know expect the worst. I mean, this offense is kind of like Murphy's Law sometime and. I, I, I like the confidence. I like the, you know, trying to capture it. But I sure as hell like my defense with the 13-10 lead. They got the ball their own 25 and trying to go. Uh, I know they, I know they had the wind with them. But your defense has been put in tough spots all year. I, I still like them to come up on top and and get yourself a, a win because they've done it all year. Jay Morris with us. It's Hale Varsity Radio here at Rosie's Tenth and P Downtown Roadshow Monday. Yeah, you just seemed a bit greedy. And, and Rule's explanation, you can't disagree with either as far as, you know, being aggressive, wanting wanting to, to go get the win. And, you know, in a, in a lot of years of Murphy's Law, worst case is the defense can't go get a stop and you lose 17-13. Uh, that's, that's worst case scenario. But the other worst case scenario, Jay, happened where you throw a pick with your third-team quarterback on an out route and hindsight is just run the football hindsight is run the football on second down they did that they lost two yards hindsight is make sure the plays clean and crystal clear on what's supposed to happen it's not an rpo it's not a improvised situation it's don't pull it and chubba pulled it and and at least got an incompletion Mm -hmm. so there wasn't a tfl but uh, he had he had moved them down, and the plays were executed. They had a sweet drive going, but man, it, it just uh, again you, your old snake eyes once again throwing the football. <laughs> Overall, when it comes to quarterback play, and there's been a lot of heat and arrows at Marcus Satterfield, and there's an appetite here in Nebraska now for getting rid of coordinators and coaches because it's happened the last 20 years. And and what's your take on? on that war chant right now of moving on from Satterfield. It isn't going to happen. And uh, there's there's a lot of, uh, of, of groceries that are uh, are still in the fridge or freezer because they're hurt. Um, you're not getting a, a clean look at maybe what the Satterfield office is. The other side of it is this guy's got a history of offenses not performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not on that. I'm not chanting, you know, he, we need to get change OCs. Like I said, he's not, they're not dealing with uh, what they want to deal with. I, I, you kind of made your, your decision at QB. You brought in your guy. He hasn't worked. You got rid of a quarterback that was on the team that was okay last year. Uh, you've, you've, you've made lemons, you know, lemonade out of lemons with the Harburg situation. You find a, you've, you developed an offense around him to get you some wins that's hey that needs to be that needs to be respected as well they've they've they're finding ways to win with without you know with with a quarterback that they weren't planning on playing starting fall camp so that has to be commended and i i that probably doesn't get enough credit as it needs to get done and again just kind of goes back to me and i just it's just me right it's just me and i, I understand you you're trying to instilling an aggressive mindset in your players and I know you want to be able to do what you want to do in this offense, but they have, they did tweak it, and they to their credit they tweaked it with Harvard to to make it work. But when you know you're not 
running at all cylinders, and you know you have young players, and you know you have guys who haven't played a ton, and you you implement certain aspects of a game into the game to where it's situational or whatever it is. It just I just have to question it a little bit, and that's just me because mm-hmm. I care, and I, I, I want this football program to win. I just you've kind of you, you did certain things and you got away with it in in a very um, high risk area and you, you moved it down there and look at you know looking at the the history and just this offense in general you, you know you, you this offense has been backed up I don't think that they gets talked about as much this offense gets the ball inside the ten yard line more than anyone in the nation I feel like <laughs> but you are you know and that doesn't help that doesn't help your offense as well so but you 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 got some things going and. I, the other thing too is, you get it down. I don't know what exactly the time frame is. I know it was under four minutes, but you get you're down there three three minutes or so on the clock. You run the football. Start before, you know, you start forcing Maryland to use timeouts. Too, you start snap that thing, with you know one second on on the play clock. Boom, you know if it's three minutes, you got you know two twenty. Then you snap it again. It's you know you, or if they're not calling their timeouts, you want to save them. Great, you kick the field goal. And maybe there's 38 seconds, 40 seconds left in the, on, on the clock. But if they, or they want to start calling timeouts, great. We'll, we'll kick the field goal. And guess what? Now you got to go, you know, 60, 60, 70 yards without any timeouts. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back here, Rosie's downtown, 10th and P.J. Moore back with us here on Hale Varsity. I understand what you want to do. And I understand if the play was executed right, it might have been the right play call. But again, so much bad has happened already up to this point. Why would you ever want to make – you almost got to eliminate that totally. And you just don't do that. It's just like a golfer, in my opinion. He's on the last hole of the, of the tournament, and he's not in the final group, but he knows a par wins this hole. And he has a par five, right? And he knows a par. There's He has – the guys behind him, he just it's, the weather's tough. He's played well, but he decides to go for the par five and two, and there's a water hazard, where he knows, hey, guess what? If I lay up, wedge it close, maybe I make a birdie, but guess what? I'm making I'm making par at the worst. And you got you got to force these guys to come and get you. You got to force their hand. But if you go for it in two and you hit in the water, now you make bogey. Now you're now you're giving them an opportunity, and you kind of know just like just the risk versus reward scenario. It's just where I, that's where I just, you scratch your head with it. And cause I just want, like I said, um, I full trust in everybody and everything they do. I'm not just, it's just, um, you just wonder why I just want to know the why, like when you have so much bad has gone wrong throwing the football, just why, what, just why was the play called? I mean, what was your rationale? And uh, you just, I just think more bad, it could happen than good in that situation. And obviously the bad did happen. So um, obviously frustrated with it all. And because uh, again, there was, there's back-to-back games where you had opponents coming on a losing streak that you usually could have won and you didn't. And now, you, now you're going to this kind of the same situation in, at Wisconsin this upcoming week. So um, I, I just, the situation comes to it again. I, ho- I hope the, 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 the right play call is, is made and, and, and really execution happens better too. The players got to execute as well. And I'm sure they've run that play many, many times in practice and they execute it well, but you, that's, that's, 
you know, that's that's on the coaching staff and 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 the and the players as well. That's a two way street there where you have to have trust in them to execute it, and they have to go do it and write live competition. Obviously, that was not the case. Jay Moore with us here, Hale Varsity Radio, and Jay. Whenever you look at Marcus Satterfield, his play calling, do you think there's an element of this being for the long term, if you will, the fact that, you know what, we're not going to compromise what our offense is now based on the pieces that we have and understanding winning is important now, but also understanding the the rebuild as a whole is is more important that, you know what, these young wide receivers need reps with the plays we're going to be calling for them in three years. This offensive line needs reps with pass protection. If you just go one dimensional, it's not doing you justice in the long term. Do you think there's any of that with what you've seen from the offense? Do you think I'm, I'm overanalyzing? No, I think there's a part of it. There, I, I definitely think there's a part of it, but also they've implemented sprint option and all these other things for Harburg. And I don't think that was a game plan coming in uh, year one. I mean, maybe they had some wrinkles of it, but they, they adjusted to, to Harburg's strengths. Um, but I, th- I think there's there, you you have to you have to implement what you what you want to do. I, I think you cannot completely go super conservative. I, I you have to you still got to try to throw the ball. You still got to um, you know make the defense trust or like you know respect what you're going to do. That you just can't run it. You know and then you know super short to eat an intermediate pass game. Uh, They'll just load up on you, and it's just you're just running your head into a brick wall. So I understand that, but a part of me is well, again, I just understanding what you're dealing with, and I, I it, it's hard. It's hard because we're just in football. The one thing you don't want to overact to is like the one play. It's like you coach. You don't want to coach the play. You kind of coach the process. And I'm reacting to a play. It's not very, um, you know, it's not a, the most logical thing. But again, when it's at such a situational, critical time of a game, it's like, man, well, you got to look to that for in some issues. But he has to, he has to try to get some sort of momentum going this offense with what he wants to do. Even though you're not, you might not have your quarterback on the roster for next year potentially. Uh, your running, your running back group is, is decimated. Uh, your wide receivers are, are very, very young. Um, so it's just it's tough because you, you want do you want to implement it or do you want to try to win a football game? You know, you're trying to build for the next three or four years, but it's like so this pros and cons. Do you want to not do what you want to do to do for the next you know four or five years to win a football game, or does winning football games help you build better for the next four or five years? You know, that's that's kind of the million dollar question. I think winning is going to help because one thing I do know when you get one more win, you also get fourteen or fifteen more practices for bowl game prep. Nebraska hasn't had that. So you start developing those young players as well. And then maybe you start implementing more of what you want to do in the practices too. So, you know, it's six one way, half a dozen the other, but uh, I, I need to, I need those wins. I think I, I, I think I value wins more than trying to implementing what you want to do, you know, in the future. Jay, thoughts on Saturday night in Madtown. It'd be a sweet victory exercise that demon you've lost nine straight to madtown wisconsin's got a lot of records against nebraska this putrid west goes away both teams are struggling and uh, you're trying to avoid being the third straight get well game for another program yeah you know it's just funny how this season's kind of just changed you know you look at it from beginning until it's where we are now and it just kind of shows you how poor this the Big Ten West is. 
that you know Illinois with their struggles, they've obviously obviously bounced back, and you know Northwestern having their issues, but have looked darn good in the last few games. Uh, Wisconsin, everyone was high. Everyone thought Wisconsin was going to win the West. That doesn't look like that's going to be the scenario. There's some interesting things. There's some interesting quotes coming out of Fickle's mouth and some players around there. Uh, the locker rooms, <laughs> there's some uh, volatility amongst the locker room right now. But like these last two games Nebraska had against Michigan State and Maryland, both both teams were, had, you know, back-to-back losses. And Nebraska was not able to capitalize and to continue that, continue that streak. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know what the line is. I know playing on the road, playing at night. I don't know if the crowd's going to be as amped up for a night game as they have been in the past in Madison. But if Nebraska continues to turn the football over like they have at this pace, I can't foresee them winning. I just can't. I, uh, I just don't know how. I mean, they've, they've done it uh, at Illinois, but I, I don't know exactly where Illinois and Wisconsin have this time or comparable, but I just can't foresee them because I just – now, right, you've kind of fooled me once, shame on me, fooled me twice, right? This this offense is just they just turn the football over. And it's just gonna be tough. And I if they can find one more win, awesome. Great. The the you know, the mental toughness from the defense and just, you know, dealing with all that, it's 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 a good thing. But you you'd go turn the ball over three plus times again, like you did at Michigan State, and you go do it at Matt, uh, against uh, Wisconsin Madison. I don't think they can they can come out on top of this one either. So not feeling not feeling great about it on on Monday. I know it's we're still close. You know the the, the wound is still fresh from Saturday, uh, and I know we still got they got some time to develop and, and see what the cute quarterback situation is with Harburg and Sims and, and Purdy. Who knows? Because it sounds like Harburg and Purdy are beat up and Sims is healthy. So don't feel too confident about it. Unfortunately, on a, on a Monday afternoon talking to you fellas. Jay will get caught up again and get locked in for Black Friday. Uh, best to you, and enjoy Big Red Wrap-Up tomorrow night. Thanks for giving us some, some thoughts today. Yep, thanks, guys.